and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today we are back with you. We are listening to a band that has been recommended to us many times, but never a top tier one. Always like down at the bottom, like, and by the way, check out Pulse Ultra. Check them out. So that's what we're doing today on the show. We're listening to Pulse Ultra and their album Headspace. But before we get to that, guys, we got a lot on our plate. We got a lot on our plate coming up. All right? If we're at a buffet and someone's like, hey, you got any room left on that plate? We'd say, no, it's full of things. <laughs> Number one, we got another live show coming up. Another live show. Live show. That's right. Up. August 11th, 6 p.m. at Affirmations in Ferndale, Michigan, during the Detroit Improv Festival. How hot is this show? How hot is this show, Jenny? How hot is this show? I wouldn't touch it, but I'm not a fool. This show is so hot, so hot, that when they made the posters for the Improv Festival, they forgot to put us on it. It's that hot of a show. It's too controversial. You, You cannot... Put Roach Coach on there because it would set the poster ablaze. That's right. It would look like one of those wanted posters. Dead or alive, Roach Coach. That's right. Now, as my understanding was, complete accident. We are still on the diff shirts. Jenny, you helped package those shirts. And you oh, confirmed. I helped, I helped print those shirts. Print those shirts. We are on those. I put them those. in piles. I learned a lot about screen printing. <laughs> From Sweet Mitchell. <laughs> All right. Something to look forward to there. Tickets on sale now. DetroitImprovFestival.org. Get on over to there. Over to there. And get those tickets. Get on over to there. Over hop, to there. Hop over to there. Yes. Hop over to there being our show. That's right. We'll be talking about new metal songs by non-new metal artists. We got a couple more submissions that came in. People are starting to get a little wild. And I love it. So, still got time. Send a few more in. The other hot thing on our plate, our full plate of things, Rock and Pod Expo 2. Rock and Pod. Two. August 25th, the Nashville Palace, Nashville, Tennessee. We're talking podcasters. We're talking vendors. We're talking rock luminaries. Toby Wright. Head from Corn, Guys from Accept. Winger. Kick Tracy. It's going to be wild. We were just talking before we started recording. We don't know what to expect, and that is what makes it so exciting. It's going to be a wild ride. I think so. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm totally stoked. I've never been to Nashville. I've never been to Nashville. We've made a promise that I made a promise to our Roach Riders and our Indigo Angels that I'm going to scour the booths to find the best new metal merch that I can possibly find. Because they said vendors. Yep. And I'm going to say, hey, and we know Brian Head Welch is going to be there. Right. So they these vendors better show out with some corn stuff. They're going to have like, uh, I don't know, like a, an errant dread from some <laughs> new metal, new metal band. A, a loose kickwear <laughs> jean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the like little piece of the jean that always tore off. Oh, a, a jinko patch. That's right. And, Covered uh, in the sweat of 
someone. Of whomever. Someone. But no it, matter what it uh-huh. is, I will find it and we will give it away on this show. There you go. And uh, I have mentioned in the past podcasts that will be there besides ourselves, discography, discussion, talk to me. Um, they recently posted the final list of confirmed podcasts. We got a lot of podcasts there, you guys. I can't read them all. It's a long list, but I'll hit you with a couple. Decibel Geek, Potter Than Hell, Digital Killed, Classic Rock Drops, The Hustle, Good Company with Bowling, The Kiss Room, Pods and Sods, Kiss FAQ, Podcast Rock City, Podkissed, Zilch, Red, White, and Buzzed. Good thing it's at a bar. To name a few. To name a few. Pods and sods, I swear I've heard. Why? I, mm, let's check my history. Oh. Check that history. Check that history. So lots of exciting stuff in the future for the Roach Coach podcast. Um, but one thing that is very exciting about our future is talking about our past and who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? So we did a Faith No More episode. Oh, that was the end of Forefathers Month. Indeed. And uh, a lot of people had a lot to say. That is true. Jax Lawson said, yes, BRB telling my boss I have to leave early to listen to this. Nice. That's right. And I believe in you, Jax. Chad Worrell said, ah, the mushy influencers. All right. Okay. Uh, Cameron Lamant says, Forefathers Month was great. I definitely want to hear it again next year. I nominate the album Judgment Day by Isham from 92 for at least an honorable mention. Uh, he sent us a link to that. He says, love the podcast. And then he says also, new grounds for life. Yeah, man. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, Topanga Lee said, OMG listening ASAP before any other band. It was always Faith No More. I love them. I love Mike Patton. I love their whole style. I was 11 when I saw the epic video and fell in love Two heart emojis. Nice. Uh, Jason Andrew Goodman says, I've never been able to do Faith No More. Mike Patton's voice is always at least a little nasal, but he cranks the nose factor up to 11 with this project. Nails on chalkboard for me. Mm. I get it. Hey. Hey. You have been heard and seen, Jason. Mm. Yes. Uh, Jake Leach says, I can take a break from the maximum the hormone push to enjoy some Faith No More. Also, Sensual Mike and Prowlar need their own web series. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Uh, Sensual Mike. I don't know. Sensual Mike and Prowlar with their own web series. I don't know, man. I mean, where are you going to put that up? Pornhub? I mean, where else are you going to put it? Dan Savage has his Hump Film Festival. Ooh. Could take some animated shorts. You never know. There we go. Elric says, no worries, Matt. Roguelike bros here. Play Slay the Spire. I love this. I love my roguelike bros coming out. Uh, I have not played Slay the Spire yet. I need to uh, dust up a Steam machine so I can actually play stuff off of Steam. Because I don't think I have a Mac and I don't think it will do it. (laughs) I don't know. I should check. I should check. Yeah, I had no idea what I was just reading. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. If it sounds like I didn't know what the fuck I was saying, it's because I did not in any way. (laughs) I read it completely completely au fait. Oh, boy. (laughs) Next comment. Next comment. Chris Freeman says, love, love, love this album, love this band, including the albums with the original singer. Stray Observations 
Yes, I remember Newgrounds. I even have shitty animations from high school on there. Also, what a twist. Red Hot Chili Peppers really are the ultimate new metal papa. That shook me to my core. That's, that's a weird thing to hear. And in that episode, he, he I mean, he's not wrong. Not wrong. It it's just not hurts. something we like to think about. It just hurts my feelings. I yeah. mean, how many of us don't like our fathers, you know? Not me. I love my dad, but <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people don't like their dads. You might be talking to one of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, you know. So there we go. Sometimes you get a faith no more. Sometimes you get a red hot chili pepper. California. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Hugo says, I'm shocked. Shocked, I tell you, that no one said IMO, the clearest lineage into new metal from Faith No More, System of a Down. Such a clear influence, vocally genre mashing. And Woodpecker from Mars could easily be a system of a down song. All right. Uh, over on Twitter, JR said, guys, I think I hate Faith No More. Okay. That's fine, hey, JR. You know what? That's all right. Uh, Caleb says, Angel Dust is a better overall album, but Ag- still a good episode. We talked a lot about Angel Dust Agreed. when we were uh, when we were talking about doing this album. And I said, guys, can we just do Angel Dust because I like it more? <laughs> and then we were all like, no. No, we got to start. Because that doesn't make sense. Uh, but yes, Caleb, uh, I think that we agree. Uh, Luis Mercado said, "Ying and Yang tweet, two statements, Puya geniuses, Alice in Chains a Papa, hashtag Forefathers Ooh. Month. Oh. Can I tell you something that happened today? Oh, I always I, love to hear anything I Alice feel, in Chains related. I feel positive that I've told Sweet Mitchell that I don't like Alice in Chains. I feel positive that I've told him that, but today we were driving and uh, he was playing Alice in Chains again and he was like, God, this is a great song. And I was like, you know, I just don't like Alice in Chains. And he went, what? Like it was like the first time he's heard you say this. I forget shit all the time. Anybody who's listened to this at all knows that like I hear something, I forget it. It's just like, (laughs) whoosh, it just goes away. But he was like so shocked that I don't like Alice in Chains, which tells me a couple things. One, he has a memory like mine. And two, he does not listen to this podcast ever. (laughs) I gotta say, like you're, you guys not liking Alice in Chains is a frequent theme. It comes up a lot. Yeah, it does. He was he was shocked today. Our relationship still seems to be stable, thankfully, but he uh, he was shocked to hear that. Oh man, it's gonna be really funny on like your wedding day when you walk down the aisle to like Rooster and you're like, "What the fuck, Mitch?" And you're like, "You don't like you don't like Alice in Chains? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can we just imagine that wedding?" <laughs> No, just coming no, down no. snake arms <laughs> i love this idea i think it's a really good one and um i hope it happens yeah, uh well, what perhaps. who else commented shmeev says i Shmeev. definitely need to get into these guys now very much my thing another band i believe maybe a papa to that suddenly popped into my mind christian rock band audio adrenaline their 1992 debut album opened with a song clearly calling back to this sort of rap metal style Love this month. I'd absolutely be down for more theme months. Hashtag keep it rolling, baby. Hashtag road rider for life. Thank you, Shmeev. And um, yeah, I think I think we're going to do another theme month. 
sooner than you think. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh. Mm. Sooner than you think. Mm-hmm. That's right. You never know when it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You're going to wake up and go, oh, it's a theme month. Uh, AC said after 10 seconds of the first track, damn, I can smell the 80s on this track. Overall, not a bad album, especially Surprise You're Dead. New metal as fuck. Hashtag sensual Mike stain moist. Hashtag pretty rockin', pretty funky. All right. Thank you, AC. Over on Instagram, uh, we got a couple comments here, or actually just one. It's from MD Grok Picks, I think. Uh, it says, about time. Thank you. Pretty simple. Simple. Um, and then we got a wall post from longtime listener Alejandro. He posted a list. Uh, Revolver posted the 20 most essential new metal albums. And um, he said, Glassjaw's on this list. Hint, hint. Winky face. Hashtag Daryl Palumbo is a genius. A lot of people throwing around genius today. Just pointing that out. That's so, uh, Jenny, did you get a chance to look at this list? Um, I did, but I, I believe we looked at this before. No, this is a brand new list. This oh. is July 26th. Okay. Well, then, no. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was one that we'd looked at before. No, this is a brand new list um, because, you know, new metal is back, so people are constantly making new lists. And I actually tweeted out that it was interesting that Revolver made this list, didn't reach out to us, but that's fine. And then Revolver liked that tweet. So, mm. fair enough, Revolver. Uh, but here's the list. Uh, I'll just run 20 to 1. Mushroom Head, XIII. Chimera, The Impossibility of Reason. POD Satellite. System of a Down Toxicity. Linkin Park Hybrid Theory. Glassjaw, Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Silence. Mudvayne, LD50. Kitty Spit. Static X, Wisconsin Death Trip, Slipknot by Slipknot, Spine Shank, Strictly Diesel, Soulfly, Soulfly, Fear Factory Obsolete, Orgy Candy Ass, Incubus Science, Limp Biscuit, $3 Bill Y'all, Seven Dust, Seven Dust, Deftones Around the Fur, coming in at number two, Sepultura Roots, and number one, Corn by Corn. Jenny, initial thoughts. I mean, I guess there's only one on that list we haven't done. Or we've not done Around the Fur yet, have we? Yes, we, we did. A, we did Around the Fur. The only ones that we haven't done on this list are Glassjaw and this Chimera one, which is actually the Chimera record that is after the one we did, which uh, I saw a couple people say, like, that's when people thought they weren't new metal anymore. So once again, this list is a little weird, a little wild. Well, we may as well just do those two then. At this point, at this point, we're so deep it. into it. Matt, you making some faces? Uh, well, there was I was Wisconsin Death Trip. I was like, nice, nice. I felt like that was a good call out. Um, uh, you know, I don't know about orgies, candy ass. I, I, upon our listening, I don't think we put that in the canon. We might have put Blue Monday in the canon. Yeah, we put Blue Monday in, but. Yeah, there, the, the, there's the, a few in there that I'm like, no. And then there's a few in there that's like, yeah, of course. Um, was Roots in there? Roots is number two. Okay, good. Um, it's yeah, hard. It's little, I wasn't look, looking at the list. so 
it's a little weird to look at the list and see like Soulfly and Fear Factory at nine and eight, but then see Orgy and Incubus at seven and six. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I guess you know some of that stuff is kind of a little arbitrary, but at the same time, it's like doesn't even compare doesn't even compare it might be more about timing of release and like influence mm-hmm. than it is about the qu- i mean like making a, a list of like the top like 20 most essential new metal albums might be a little bit most essential is really up for interpretation mm-hmm. i think it's bold right like yeah you're like just one corn record on there like i i honestly think that even though we haven't gotten to issues yet or even follow the leader to me has a stronger place but the first record is the first record so it's kind of like of course that's going to get on there unless it's this show and then we don't put it in the can <laughs> that's right that's right uh, uh, i mean because a lot of these i mean a large chunk of this list is in the canon um the stuff that's really high that's not i mean seven dust you know we've Kind of not put that in. And honestly, whenever I look at this Spine Shank album now, I just remember that one commenter who called it strictly decent. I mean, that's always going to stick in my head forever. <laughs> so, uh, but thank you so much, Alejandro, for sending us that list. And finally, a new part of who's tweeting. Who's? Who's on Reddit? Who's on Reddit? Jenny, who's on Reddit? Uh, not me. But uh, it looks like piozzi is and uh lauren started treading the dangerous ground posting our shit on reddit i was just a saying, land hey. that i won't go to i was just like hey we were doing a podcast about new metal this is a new metal thread or a faith no more thread check it out or not no pressure look what you're doing is the right thing to do i just don't fuck with reddit that's fair uh but this is what happened when we did fuck with Reddit. <laughs> Maybe this <laughs> All segment... of us got doxxed. <laughs> yeah. Um. Maybe this is what's called <laughs> what happens when Roach Coach fucks with Reddit. <laughs> All of us got doxxed and we're recording from an Applebee's. That's exactly That's right. right. Uh, Piozzi says, I don't know what the fuck Papa is or what WTF Papa is, but I hope that the term never gains traction. <laughs> I also can't really respect a team whose highlight of Faith No More is epic. Even just from the real thing. From out of nowhere, didn't blow them away. Uh, Edge of the World didn't get any credit. Also, they didn't understand important facets of the real things or Patton's contributions of essentially writing the lyrics in a week or two or the fact that Patton puts less emphasis on lyrical meaning versus lyrical sounds. Whatever. I still listened to the whole thing and it was interesting despite the very condensed samples of songs and hosts. J.K., they weren't awful. All right. That's we, the best I've ever walked out of Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just got mildly shivved. Oh, man. Roach Coach, we aren't awful. <laughs> Put it on a T. Put it on a T. All right. That is it for who's tweeting. Keep on tweeting, Facebooking, Redditing. Email roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and I'd be foolish if i did not talk about the juggalo hondo juggalo hondo ladies and gentlemen we are at 90 reviews on itunes 
We have 83 on the American iTunes, 7 international. Jenny, where does that put us percentage-wise to getting to 100? Well, I gathered a lot of pebbles today. Okay. 100 pebbles specifically, and it looks like that puts us at 10 pebbles from 100, which when I threw them into my pebble counter told me 90% of the way there. 90% of the way. That's right. 10 reviews stands between us and doing a special ICP episode on the amazing Jekyll brothers. 10. 10 reviews. I believe we can gain those with our live performance at Diff and our whatever will happen at Nashville Rock and Pod. I believe so as well. You know what that means. Face paint. Hockey jerseys. Fago. Love. Family. Listening to the records that I own. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Ten away. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Just leave a review on iTunes. That's all it takes. All right, then. Let's talk about it. The album of the week, Headspace by Pulse Ultra. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on July 16th, 2002. That's the come down. That's the come down. That is is. the come down. Uh, Jenny, any history with Pulse Ultra? None whatsoever. Lauren, (laughs) any history with Pulse Ultra? None whatsoever. Matt Nas. Three for three. All right. None whatsoever. That is All a right. three for three. None whatsoever. All but right. But multiple people recommended this to us. This is, it's been, I was, um, I wanted to double check to see who had recommended it first. It was, I couldn't quite figure that out, but it was on a lot of emails and recommendations. It would always be like the last one. It was like, hey, why not this one? And then when I sent uh, the list to you, Jenny, you were like, yeah, Pulse Ultra. Let's make it happen. And here we are. We're making your last on the list dreams come true. Hey, someone's got to pick last. And it was me. <laughs> and I lived through my choice. There we go. <laughs> I lived through my choice. That, that's way more dramatic than it needed to be. Oh, yeah. I lived through this choice. No, I don't feel like I need to write a memoir about like listening to this book or <laughs> listening to this book, listening to this album, but... You know, it was a, it was it was thrown in there. Yeah, and we uh, did listen. Jenny, uh, who is in Pulse Ultra? Uh, in Pulse Ultra, we have Zoe Visa on lead vocals, Jeff Feldman on bass guitar, Max Zino on drums, and Dominic Cifarelli on lead guitar. Okay, um, on Wikipedia, this album has genre tags, alternative metal, progressive metal, and new metal. Producer on this record, a new one to us here on the show, Neil Avron. Neil has an interesting, to say the least, resume. His production breakthrough was when he co-produced Everclear's 1997 classic so much for the afterglow. Good album. And he has also worked with such luminaries as Yellow Card, SR71, 
Newfound Glory. Also, Fall Out Boy. That's right. Disturbed. Say anything. Sarah Barialis. Linkin Park on a later records. And I think this is the one that's really going to get him the cred. Switchfoot. Definitely. 21 yes. Pilots. 21 Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah. he's done a lot of bands. He's done a lot. Neil, welcome. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris, welcome <laughs> to yeah. the show. Uh, he was Doogie Hauser. Oh, my. And now he's producing alternative metal, progressive metal, new metal albums. Let's take a listen. <laughs> All right. You ready to jump in? I have nothing else, so let's do it. All right. The first track on this album is called Acceptance, Phase One. a true come down song it really is this is a record that is not quite reaching the emo pop punk world of that 2005 fallout boy era but it's almost there it still has that vibes of you know new metal that we're coming out of in the early 2000s, you're disturbed, you're Papa Roach, you know? I'm not hearing too much of a corn or a cold chamber or Deftones or anything with these guys. These, the, if, if we're pulling anything new metal, it's all from what is considered, I guess, like the second wave bands, like Papa Roach and stuff like that. Incubus. Yeah, yeah definitely. Incubus, Papa Roach. Um, what's interesting to me is I think this might be one of the first times we're really hearing lyrics that are directly about 9-11 in a come down band. So uh, the the opening of this song is, I won't fight for a cause that's been lost when we gave up our nature, denial. Too many faces are glowing with pride and assurance, but it's their loss. Don't you see the skyscrapers? They're too big to bring down. Awareness of our conditioning is slowly, slowly seeping, leaking. Um yeah, I mean, this song seems to be about the way that people reacted after 9-11. So interesting, if you go down to the comments on goodoldsongmeanings.com, all anyone can talk about is 9-11. And these comments are all from 2003, 2002, 2004, so it's very fresh at that time. Very fresh. Um... Dark Silver 
says, I think that Pulse Ultra are condemning the patriotism that was running rampant after 9-11. They're saying that the tragedy shouldn't have been the reason Americans are patriotic, that these skyscrapers are too big, big to bring down, and that we need to quit using that as our rallying point as too many of the, quote, mind rapers are doing it, I think. Oh, yes. Mind um, yeah. raper is a phrase just <laughs> later in this song. Um, and uh, Mr. Self-Destruct, he <laughs> thinks that's a very cool interpretation, but he also thinks it could be about consumerism. And then commenter Adam Splitter rolled in and said, the band said this song is not about 9-11. They wrote the song before the 9-11 tragedy, and it's just a pure coincidence that the lyrics match up so well, but they said you can take it any way you like. Well, I guess you've never watched Wizard of Oz while listening to Dark Side of the Moon. This is the same. All I'm saying. Same. Mm-hmm. same exact thing. Same exact thing. Yeah. Um, the other thing sound-wise I got out of this is that it does also give me some cave-in vibes. And then I was like, when did that cave-in record come out? Antenna. It came out after this record. So these guys were already doing that alt. It's like um, proto-emo prog almost sort of thing prior to cave-in trying to smooth out their sound. It's it's very interesting. These guys have, have absorbed a lot of different sounds. Matt Nas. Yo. You got the face of a man who's thinking big thoughts. Big thoughts. Didn't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't for me. Um, it's kind of all over the place. And... I'm I'm not a big fan of the guitar sound. So they're doing something particular. Um I don't know what type of tuning that is or or how they make the sound, but like the lead the lead no, that would probably be the rhythm guitar. The rhythm guitar that kind of just sounds a little bit discordant, like it's uh, butting up against itself. Um not a, I'm not huge into that. Big surprise. I think I've said a similar thing to other bands. Um, but it's just their first song, baby. That's well, Matt, right, baby. you might have an issue not with the band, but with Neil Avron. Because Neil is noted for having particular recording techniques, believing that pre-production is essential before entering recording studio and when recording, he prefers to lay down the drums and rhythm guitar first, as opposed to the conventional method of bass guitar and drums. So maybe your problems with Neil. Maybe you need to take it up with Neil. Hey, Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> it's time to talk. <laughs> All right. Well, before you get into it with Neil Patrick Harris, I think we should listen to the next song, which is Finding My Place, Phase 2.
to me, but by the time I heard this song, I was like, oh, this is going to fall into like what I would consider to be like the crack between the seats of like new metal and this like kind of sort of proggy, not quite emo, but it's it's it is reaching into that world of like cave in and things like that. But Mm -hmm. it still has a bit of the like whiny boys of incubus and whatsoever but it's it's just so in the middle of that i'm just like it it feels like crumbs falling between seeds to me (laughs) because i'm just like not really i don't hate it right but I, i don't really love it i think what is the big resistance would be that we've we've heard where this is gone we've heard this sound refined into a more I don't want to say acceptable form but like we've seen people take this and refine this into like proper emo proper prog what have you and this is this sort of mixed muddle which I think puts it in that sort of new metal vein because it's all these things being pushed together um but it's like not not fully cooked maybe is the no, word. It's, it's very whiny it is whiny, but I wasn't that upset about it um, because it seemed like he was running from an uh, running in a, a line of like um, the personal and the like the micro and the macro. Like he's dealing on a personal level, but he's also talking in a big picture. So it seems like he's like, maybe he's yelling at somebody, but he's also talking about like sheeple and the rules, the society's rules being restrained. And then uh, the liner wrote down what you consider bliss. I'm just warning you that all the straps will hold you down. Like right now you think things are great. Yeah. All I can see is sorry if I failed you. Sorry if I blank will always set me into this like all right (laughs) it immediately puts me on the like no way mode like i don't think so bud (laughs) sorry if i failed you like no we're not doing this whiny shit yeah i'm not getting in an argument with you zo it's definitely passive aggressive like i'm not buying your uh, i'm not taking your guild trips my friend yeah, that's right. Uh, Jenny, that's right. I know I noticed you were um perusing the liner notes during that song. I was. Thoughts thoughts on the look of this band. People always want us to talk about the looks. They look new metal as fuck, Matt. I I showed it to you and you went, "Of course." Of course. <laughs> yep. We've got eyebrow rings. We got spikes. We got a a windbreaking jacket of some sort. We got goatee we got weird librarian glasses that i have been thinking (laughs) about these glasses forever this guy looks like he's he could be doing a west borland cosplay but then he's like hold on this is my touch (laughs) my touch is these uh, librarian glasses oh man that's very true we got a little tiny baby mohawk Mm -hmm. lots of of like probably the guy with the mohawk looks like somebody from train spotting that tells you to piss off that is true yeah i also have a very specific look i i I, am i wrong is this the first is this the most collared shirts we've ever had in one band though i feel like most most collared shirts i've noticed yeah i will say the dude on the right with the um 
the purple hoodie. Purple hoodie. He looks way overdressed. Like, but then I looked him up. These guys are from Montreal. And so he probably was just like figuring, he's like, I'm cold all the time. I'm going to bring a jacket. That's true. There's lots of icicles elsewhere in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've only been to Montreal one time. It was mm-hmm. very cold. Beautiful mm-hmm. city. Great yeah. city. I've been there as well. And clearly no one ever brought up Pulse Ultra when you were there. No. Well, I was, you know, I was there before this album was recorded. So. Oh, okay. So I'm really sweet. <laughs> I was there before Pulse Ultra. Whoa, you were there before Pulse Ultra? <laughs> That's right. I was probably there in like 99 or 2000. I bet so. Montreal wasn't even on the map. No, no one had heard of it. <laughs> I got there. I got there. I was, uh, I have pictures of myself in Montreal wearing a hippos hoodie. Nice. That was what I wore. I was like, I'm going to make cool French Canadian friends. And I did not. (laughs) (laughs) That was too bad. But it's not too bad. So we got another song on this album. Track three, Put It Off. I put it off. There we go. (laughs) That's an eye roll. (laughs) Until it creeped on me. But I was sure. Procrastination (laughs) song. That I could bury it to sing It is showing me It took my mind and made it hers Cause I'm paranoid Won't let me function In this world I fear my mind is playing around So I like this one, but for the obvious reason that it sounds like a Papa Roach song. So, yeah, I, uh, I I enjoyed that. Also, I enjoyed that part when he whispers, so sure. I was like, there you go. That's what I pay my money for. That's right. I uh, couldn't tell if this was about putting off self-care. Went to songmeanies.com comments thinking, you know, they really showed up for these 9-11 feedback. Uh, only one person showed up. Downfall. They said, this song is so great. Nothing more to say. Wait, yes, there is. Pulse Ultra rocks. No. Uh, you got it in. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean. You got it in. I I liked this song more than the previous two songs. Hmm. But uh, I, I have to say, I, I have not been digging Pulse Ultra very much so far. You can put me in a shaker because I am salty about this band right Whoa, now. Is Matt. that so? Please tell us more. I'm yeah. not feeling it. I'm not there with... They're not... Like, they went to a stadium sing-along with 10 seconds of build-up. Like, What? are you guys doing dress for the job you want i guess (laughs) (laughs) matt we got collared shirts we got librarian glasses these guys are shooting for the stars (laughs) we want to open for coldplay um yeah i'm not into it i'm sorry i'm a salty boy on this one well that's okay lauren i mean the one other thing that is uh of note these guys did uh play the second stage at ozfest that year 
and did some opening for System of a Down, which Matt and Oz, I kind of wish that we could go back in time to send Matt and Oz to see System of a Down and have Pulse Ultra open for them and him to just turn to whoever is nearby and go, what is this? <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. everybody. Hey, listen to me. What, what is this? This band is making me feel bad. Let's make them feel bad. Wow. Not that, not that bad. I'm just not feeling it. No. I, well, this is their first and last album. So I feel it's safe to say that uh, precious few were feeling it, except for our boys in Taproot. Because yeah. that's uh, they they met the dudes in Taproot in 2000, it seems, and that is how they were able to make their connections to uh, this. So this album was released on Atlantic, and that's how they made the connections to do so. And it's a a, a very nice segue into our next song, which actually features Stephen Richards of Taproot, and it's called Big Brother. got that Papa Roach thing that I enjoy. Um, so that's my problem, not yours. Um, <laughs> We've all, we all carry our own burden. We all carry our own burden. Um, and uh, I like the guitar stab riffs that they got going on. And uh, I just like, uh, I like this line. Liberate your precious minds from the chains of empty thought. Wake up, sheeple. sheeple. And yes. um yes. And I also uh I like that there is a the lyric is I need to break these chains, change chains before I live in vain, change chains. And it just thought that that was a really weird lyric. Some people in the comments of songmeanings.com could not believe that was the real lyric. But it's funny to me that it's not break the chains, it's just change them. These are old chains. Let's get some new chains. Yeah, what I thought was, that's a dumb lyric. (laughs) (laughs) Fair? Perhaps not. But I was like, what do you mean change chains? Break break the chains. Like, it's you're writing a song. It's obvious that's what you should do. It's a simple narrative thing. Break the chains. Jenny, who else would write a lyric like change chains instead of break the chains who else 
besides Zoe. I mean, this has uh, got a Kobe Dick vibe. I know. All and you over it. know how I feel about it. I know. That. I know. I know. I know. I'm like, it's like I'm trying to convince you of something I could never convince you of. It's <laughs> no. like saying like, Are hey, you trying I- to convince me that I hate those lyrics? Because you... <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah. So congratulations. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I'm gonna show up at your doorstep next day. I'll be like, "Hey, can I interest you in some Jerry Cantrell?" No, okay. Um, I was gonna say there is a also a Allison Chains feel to this to me. Yes. Yes. Go on. It's just the droney, whiny. There, there's that the. Um, yeah, just the way that the song is put together is it's fairly reminiscent of an Alice in Chains song to me. Chains, chain, change, chains, chains, and also just saying chains. <laughs> just times. and you say chains in a song, and it's game over for me, guys. Well, maybe that's the other problem is that they're saying change it to a different Alice in Chains song, and you're like, no, turn it off entirely, right? Yeah. And we're and I'm yeah. like, sure, play another Allison Chain song. Absolutely. I've heard Rooster enough. Let's listen to some them bones. No. <laughs> no we don't want them bones. Please, no more. Oh god. <laughs> With these sad characters that can't that only get fed Allison Chains. Please. Oh, please, sir. No more Allison no. Chains. We're so hungry. We're so hungry for some other riffs. Please, another just any sort of riff. A riff that's not followed by Jerry Cantrell. Please. Oh, are are you the are you the beggars who are only ever given Alice in Chains riffs? Change chains. Change chains. Change chains. Uh all I have is some uh Cantrell riffs from Boggy Depot, his solo record. Will you take those? Rather die. <laughs> Oh, R.I.P. Those two. <laughs> they were, <laughs> they were so, never heard of again. No, they were so principled. Uh, <laughs> all right, up next, <laughs> we've got Never the Culprit. This song makes me feel like I'm going to be offered a free... DVD about 
uh, how the U.S. was responsible for the 9-11 attacks. I'm like a 17-year-old girl in a crop top. That's the vibe I get from this song. Wow. These are all people who are like, and look, I don't even, this song, if this song is not just straight up from this time about how Americans victimized themselves after this uh after this occurred which i agree with you know um Mm -hmm. then i don't know what the song is about but this just the way the song sounds just makes me think that like some young person and no offense young people but uh is going to come up to me and be like listen man uh, the thing is uh, jet fuel can't melt steel beams man man also will you buy me a beer <laughs> like <laughs> i just I, there's something about this that just like strikes a chord in me that is like no <laughs> like shut it down yeah and i don't even disagree with it i don't even think it's a bad song it just like brings up something to me that makes me feel like i'm gonna have to tell someone to leave me alone Lauren, how did the song make you feel? <laughs> well, I thought it had a really familiar melody up top that I couldn't place and it drove me crazy. I thought maybe you guys would catch it. I don't know. Somebody at home, let me know what the song reminds me of, like a specific song. Um, but I thought the band sounded great. I wrote in my notes, this band sounds great. That's my feeling. The chorus is going for it. Matt, I know you were doing a mocking like reach out to the audience move. But that's what they're going for with this song. I just feel like the chorus is oh, like for sure. the chorus is a rewrite away from being a, a real a real anthem. I think it's a little clunky and it could have been smoother. Uh, good old, you know what? Obviously, Neil doesn't do the same rules as Ross because Ross would have said, "Hey, get back in there, give me a rewrite on that chorus, or I will throw this cactus at you." So. And they would have been extra freaked out by a cactus because they don't have those in Montreal. So you've been like, what? Suck le bleu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, something that is very prevalent on songmeanings.com is letting us know that these songs were written before 9-11. Every single comment on this thread is amazing. Do you want to start? Sure. Okay. Uh, Paper Doll the K-16 says, the United States government. Nailed it. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. I want to take that comment and like frame it and just be like, anytime anybody's like, what's the internet like? I just want to like point at that. There. That's what <laughs> the it's United like. United States government. There you go. Uh, Adam Splitter showed back up, says, I do believe the correct band backed up meaning behind this song is 9-11. Feed the mass a justified murder. The terrorists believe their killing is justified by their religion. You've wasted your existence. They killed themselves pointlessly, except to kill others. Lost yourself in a larger cause. They dedicate themselves to their religion blindlessly. Look deeply into the lyrics, and you see it quite clearly. And then Sam Walton came on and said, this song was written before 9-11. And then the Grinch rolled in and said, (laughs) yeah, the majority of the songs were written before 9-11, if I'm not mistaken. To me, this song is just about all sorts of people justifying the atrocious things they've done. If you look back over history, the Crusades, the Revolutionary War, (laughs) 9-11. 
Those are the three big events. All right. of these people were lashing out against something different, but to them, it was all okay because it was for a greater purpose, for the greater good. Whether or not they were all right, that kind of remains to be seen. This song does seem especially pertinent to 9-11, though. Mm. Bless you and keep you songmeanings.com. That is true. All right. Up next, we've got Slip in Sin. I mean, you had to go to Tool Town, right? Oh, yes. We definitely had to make a stop in Tool Town. Lauren, what do you think of this song? Um, Was that a chug I heard? Was that a little bit of a chug? Oh, I heard the chug. I, uh, I got to tell you, you know, listening to this album, the song came out of my ears. Just went, oh, oh, that's some chug. Also, this chorus was new metal 100%. And I wrote in my notes that this is this is come down era of new metal to a T. Because we've moved away from the sludgy clunking of the late 90s into this brighter, smoother vein. Really, you know, popularized by our boys in P. Roach. Also our boy Draymond. I mean, think of this as the same year as uh, Believe came out. So we're, you know, smoothing things out a little bit. We're not so rough around the edges anymore. We're still a little bit of new metal of what we understand it to be, but it's changing. It's morphing. It's growing. Sometimes in ways we don't like, sometimes in ways that we're okay with. It depends on the person. I think you're speaking to me because I I hate it. This sounds like background music to me. This Ooh. is background in every like Scream Three. Scream Three Darcy. coming in real hot. I still... have you seen Darcy? Where is she? No, I need to find Darcy. She, she was here like a minute ago. Note. Outside bush shot. 
bushes. Hey, baby, it's me. Oh, Prowler. Get out of there. The whole time. Oh, I'm getting murdered. No. Oh, no. Prowler <laughs> knew what we did last summer. JK, Still. I'm fine. Uh, uh, anybody want to eat a squirrel? Sure. Okay. Right. Pretty hungry. So you have to show. I, I don't know. I can't. I feel like it, there's just some sort of. I just can't get into this band. I don't think they're bad. I hear their new metal influences. I think it's fine. Uh, but I just, there's something about this that feels so aggressively background to me that I'm mm. just like, I see why it's recommended last a lot. Mm. Like, so everyone's like, this, 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 and yeah, sure. Pulse Ultra. Check them out. I, I get it. Yeah. But it does just, yeah, it definitely feels like. We're having like some sort of like a panned out shot to see like Freddie Prince Jr. driving up to a college campus where like another round of murder is about to take place. <laughs> this is music from a round sequel. Of this is music from a sequel. Oh, now uh, I did not mention this up top, but this was a big thrift. Whoa. Right. And I got it from our boys. Eastox underscore USA for a sweet four dollars and fifty nine cents. It's a good thrift. Now people will know that Eastox is now going by the Declutter Store, and I have an update on this name change. It appears that it is not an attempt to hide from their past, but rather Eastox was absorbed by the Greater Declutter Store entity. I see. They came in. They said, hey, you got a warehouse full of old new metal CDs. We're going to buy you out. So just some updates on that. Um, and it came in. It was completely dry when I got it. So Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't under a drip. It was not under a drip. It was not. Ca- Here's the thing. This is the thing I noticed since they became the declutter store. No wet albums. Wow. So maybe Declutter Store rolled in. Maybe they made some changes. They said, hey, we stand by our name and get rid of these wet albums. They had a shop vac and a dehumidifier and they just went for it. (laughs) There you go. That's all you need to have a successful business. (laughs) Shop vac, (laughs) dehumidifier, check. That's it. All All right. All right. Next, we have Void. Oh wait, no. No. We have the, we have the prelude. Oh into shit! Void. I'm so sorry. So sorry. That's on me. Is it the prelude to a void? This is the prelude to void, and that is on me. Matt, when are you going to activate the pit? Oh, um, I'm sorry. I was falling asleep. (laughs) All right, you can go into void. Here we go.
I got to tell you, this record is taking me back, Jenny. And you know where it's taking me back to? It's taking me back to, say, episodes 1 through 25. When you and I were like, all right, sure. And Matt Nas looked like he was ready to melt down <laughs> and lose his fucking mind. Yeah, Matt, Matt, I have Matt I have upset. not seen you this just like not even like furious, just like what the fuck am I doing with a record in a long time, my friend? I'm having a real crisis here, guys, because I love our Roach Riders, I love our Indigo Angels, and I love that they recommend Mend albums. And I know long time Roach Riders and Indigo Angels have gone on a trip with me. They've seen me. Be a hater, a straight-up hater. I'm going to own it. Turn into a fan. Turn into somebody who respects the genre. And then I hear an album like this, and I don't know. For some reason, it's shaking the pillars, baby. That's because, Matt, this album doesn't need to exist. Oh! I'm going to call it out. I'm going to go up into the Ricola Mountains and yell it off the cliff. does not exist. <laughs> I, look, as someone who has done many shows that didn't need to exist, <laughs> I feel like, and I'm not, I'm not specifically speaking about this show, but like I've written sketches that didn't need to exist. I've done improv shows that don't need to exist. Uh, and and in their time, they're fine. You're watching them, it's fine. But if you go back and revisit them uh, many years later, this, what has it been, 16 years? Yeah. Right. Like if somebody were to revisit some shit I did that didn't need to exist 16 years later, that's what I feel like I'm doing. This is so much a... It just feels like a nothing album. It's not bad. It's not good. It's it's not interesting. It's it's just like I don't know. It's just like an unsalted potato chip that fell out of a bag that like you find many years later and eat and you're like, eh. "Yeah, it was a chip." Right. I don't know. Lauren, I feel like you're I feel like you are enjoying this. You're the, the apologist here. You're the one finding value in the thing. I uh I was enjoying this whole record. All three listens were a fine time for me. Um I wrote in my notes that this was once again getting a little bit of a tool mud vein vibe. I wrote this as a tender boy, and I as you guys saw, I put my imaginary lighter up because it felt like a bit of bit of a real motherfucking deal. I'm just gonna say it, it has a strong chorus. I think these guys stay in the pocket, but I wrote, I said, it's clear they didn't take off because I don't think they're weird enough. Like, I think they don't have enough. They didn't add enough extra spice, enough extra whatever that oomph needs, be it having, you know, a real hot track, which I don't think this album really has. Um, or the fact that, like, they were like, let's get weird. And one guy's like, I got granny glasses. And they were like, done. Let's go. Yeah, we're opening you know for system. What, you know what this reminds me of? Hmm. Back to that date, that date scenario we've used before. It's like he's got granny glasses. He's quirky and weird, but no, he's not quirky and weird. He's still quoting Napoleon Dynamite. 
and it's now. Like I feel it's like it's 2018, <laughs> and he's like, "I'll throw that football over that mountain." Oh my God, he's like, he's doing Uncle Rico. He's not even doing <laughs> Napoleon time. He's like, "Oh hi, Mark," and you're like, "You know what?" <laughs> David, it's been really nice to get to know you, but I have to go home. Um, This feels to me like it's on paper uh, something that I should like or or understand and listening to it. I'm just like, no, no, no. This is like a, it's like a facsimile of something that would fit in with other things we've listened to. But I'm just, I'm not getting anything like interesting or new or anything that feels really like genuine necessarily. This just feels like it's doing what it thinks it needs to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it's following a formula, but it's not necessarily them. It just feels very like people who jump onto a trend and do a thing people who now and again i'm probably just like alienating people left and right people who now are just like bacon makes everything better (laughs) i want some bacon oh i want bacon on my beer like this feels like these guys would now wear shirts that are just like bacon is Hey Jenny, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I know, I because know. Because bacon does make everything better. I like bacon. I don't need... I know what you're saying. I'm activated by a previous roommate I had who had a bunch of like bacon-related things years ago. And I was like, can we not do this? Anyway, that's what this feels like to me. No, Jenny, sit down. Watch this man versus food with me. I'm sorry, Lauren. It seems like you're really digging this, and I and I don't mean to like. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> um, what do we got next? Oh, up next we have, uh, build your cages. Guys, you are your own obstacle to achieving your own dreams. 
because you're just building your own motherfucking cages. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> you hate to hear that. You don't like to you know hear what that. Really bums you out. When you realize you built your own cage. Damn it. I did it Man. again. Did it again. At least this time it was candy canes. I licked my way right out of that cage. Ooh. Ooh, a peppermint treat. <laughs> and escape. Uh, this band does sound very good. They they do sound great. I think that if you were to see them at some festival, you'd be like, okay, yes, they sound good. This is fine. Yeah, I bet they turn it on live. Like I yeah. can see them him really leaning into the emotion, the, taking the audience for the ride. I can see it. I wrote my notes that this is a song where they are trying to get a hands in the air vibe going. And I think they nail it with this one, honestly. It's got a good crunch. This one has more of a taproot vibe uh, for sure. Um, but once again, yeah, I was I was on board for this one. And once again, I mean, this whole like, you know, build your own cages, you're your own, you're getting in your own way. I was like, oh, this is some classic, classic thematic elements that I love to find in these albums songmeanings.com I gotta tell you a small amount of comments but a lot of uh, just ones that just uh, I enjoyed commenter the underscore day underscore we underscore lied said since this album has come out I've listened to it nonstop. this is my personal favorite track from it I've made most of the people I talk to download it this song is amazing and like all of Pulse Ultra's songs very powerful. I love the idea of this person meeting people, talking to them. Hey, Jenny. Hey, hey, Jenny. Mm. How you doing? How you doing? Mm. I'm fine, I suppose. Oh yeah, uh, I, you gotta listen to this band, Pulse Ultra. Why? I, they're amazing. They're super powerful. I, I need you to download them right now. Okay. No, right now, right while I'm standing in front of you, Hold download well, them. Let me get my laptop. Out. Get your laptop out, Jenny. I'm Swear to God. I'm getting it out. Download it right in front I of me. I'm not walking. I have to unzip my laptop. Un- un- get it out of the bag. Oh my gosh. Out. I'm downloading it. Download it. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Okay. A download complete. Okay, I'm going to go. But I just wanted to double check. Yeah, it was really good to see you. Oh, uh, good to see you too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, Matt. Uh, Yeah. Hey, hey, I, I, I need you to check out this band, Pulse Ultra. Um, hey, man, Um, I'm trying to cook my family dinner no no stop cooking the dinner i need you to download it right now really get your laptop out right now or download it on your phone i don't care i need you to download it right now fine i'm not leaving i'm not leaving no one eats until you download (laughs) this album (laughs) no one eats no one eats that's too bad (laughs) ah i love it uh um yeah now that we all have the album downloaded suppose we can move on to the next track, which mm. is called Tired. i 
So I like this one. All right. Go on. Yeah. Okay. I like the chorus. I like the way the song's laid out. I, I think it has it's catchy. And um, I like this one. I'm glad I made you download it. Hey, man. Uh, can I fucking feed my family now? You may feed your family now. Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, that's Prowler all along. It was. <laughs> feed those squirrels. Uh, what'd you think of this one, Lauren? Um, I wrote loving this riff. Once again, Kaven before Kaven was doing this. Um, uh, like the that line, I like to see you bleed. Good new metal lyric. And uh, and then uh, when will I acquire a sense of living, bro? Right, right. Mm. 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 Yeah, yeah. I was I was on board. I was on board for this one. I wasn't tired. I was wired for it. Jenny, what'd you think? I thought it was fine. It was probably one of the better songs for me so far. Um, while I liked this song, I don't know that I thought it was new metal. This felt very much more in the alternative metal vein to me. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was fine. I think a lot of this album is fine. It, I know that I've been like kind of hard on it, but like, it's it's fine. It just feels like not. I I don't know. It just doesn't feel very inspired to me. Hmm. Now you all um, music. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all Go music. Ahead. I read their their review, Ooh. and they uh, they went in on this album. Okay. But uh, the at the very end, they said. Uh, Let's see. Uh, While there's nothing worth drawing from many different sources, to be sure, the best music usually does, you still can't help but think of this one thing when listening to Headspace. Contrived. Oof. And I can't, uh, I can't argue with that. There's a lot of like references drawn to Creed, to Bush, um, a little bit to Tool and Incubus. But contrived sort of summed it up for me. And this is the kind of what like you said, Matt, about like it seems like they're going for a formula. Right. It it does feel a little contrived. And I'm wondering if it feels that way to you, Lauren. Um, the most interesting thing for me about this record is that I felt like it was striving for um a truth and a bit of uh, expelling like an, etern- an internal anguish outward and reading uh, there was an interview uh, an MTV did like right when the album came out so 16 years ago where they talk about how amongst other things that the lead singer's father died while they were making the record and when you read that you kind of expect to go back in and think like you're really going to get like a heart shredder record and it's not there. Like, even with that trauma, it's still like he wasn't quite there as a writer and performer to give us that. And I think that would have put him over the top. I think having that type of, even if it was just one song of like real, really wicked catharsis, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, because that's, I mean, going back to the first corn record. Which, I mean, that record's all catharsis for good and for bad. And while we, you know, obviously did not induct the whole thing into the new metal canon, 
it uh, definitely resonated with people in that way. And maybe that is the reason that this record did not connect. Um, as I think we've kind of sort of danced around it, this red, this is their only record and they, this record did not really sell and they broke up shortly after. Is that basically? That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that might be part of it. They just didn't have that, that one, you know, soul bearing moment of, of raw truth. Like there, I feel like there's truth in this record. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as the all music guy and say it's truly contrived, but I'd say like, the raw truth is what people really are grabbing for with a lot of metal and certainly even new metal. So um, even somebody like Fred Durst, who everyone sort of bags on, I mean, Fred Durst is, he's giving you some raw shit, even, you know, in those lyrics, you know what I mean? I mean, a song like Nookie, I mean, he's the one who's being tricked and fooled he's barren at all people are like i relate to this guy get it you know but there's nothing like that on this record there's nothing that he's giving us that's that truly you know he's we're getting around it you know you're building your own cage these are all like relatable moments but we need that raw connection and it's not quite there and i'm saying that as a person who enjoyed this record all right well let's see if we get that raw connection in the next track interlude Yeah, baby. Hi, Prowler. Hey, Prowler. This is something. I didn't know you liked jamming. Hey, this is something to get the ladies excited. You know what I mean? Like this one ain't gonna hurt you. <laughs> well, if you if you want, Prowler, you can go into the next song, which is called "Look Closer." Ooh, let's look closer at that one. Gotta go. Yeah. straight ahead yep this has uh i'm sorry i didn't mind that one either i i I, i'm liking this back half a little bit more the top was heavier which i appreciate and also sounds like i'm talking about boobs but Mm, the top was heavier i yeah i thought i was about to like get a song that i really liked and then i felt like i got more wines which I did get. I mean, my feeling was correct, but I I suppose if you're somebody who likes this sort of 
I don't know, this approach. I, I can imagine that you'd really like this record. It's just not so much for me. How respectful of our time is this record? It's uh, it's not bad. It's, it comes in at 49.06. Wow. I mean, there's 13 tracks on here, it seems, and two of them are kind of short interludes. Yeah. Respectful in terms of, like, great content, though. I'm not I'm not quite sure. Mm. Lauren, I, what do you think? I got, a, I got a bit of a creeping new metal vibe with it, but then it has these bright guitar moments, and I felt like this is sort of like the birth of mid-2000s emo right here. Like, coming out of this sort of, you know, weirdly almost dark lyrical matter but then these bright guitars and then i thought of like i'm not thinking so much like fallout boy but like all the bands like around them like all those bands that just oh, were, okay. were all like spinning their guitars and jumping up and down and they all got their bangs in their eyes like, like story I, of the year or something? story of the year or like um i don't know I, I can't think of any names right now i don't know why i have this name in my head Say i know it's anything not even i mean yeah i mean yeah no i for some reason i have this band name in my head that i know is fake but it's like the only name i can think madcap monday that's not a real band right i don't think madcap so. monday it's your band <laughs> it's yeah. my band i'm holding auditions madcap monday come on why can't i think of this band it's called madcap monday and yeah. if you live in the greater louisville area <laughs> let's please. jam monday. together <laughs> Let's do some dropkick covers. Um, you know who did like this album? College Music Journal's New Music Report, July 15th, 2002. They wrote about this record. They said, while America should have nuked the entire Great White North for wrongfully unleashing bare naked ladies on us, Montreal's Pulse Ultra may single-handedly exonerate Canada of its prior musical wrongdoings. What wow. a lead. What an opening lead. Bold. That's very <laughs> fucking interesting to me. Yeah. On its I feel like <laughs> mm-hmm. the U.S. has done enough fucking yeah. <laughs> musical nukes. What has Canada done to us? Rush, Sarah McLaughlin. Uh, Sloan. Yeah. Like Sloan. Sloan, Death from they, Above. They've done like, fine. Yeah. Yeah, this guy's, yeah. Um, He says, uh, on its impressive Atlantic Records debut, Headspace, this melodic four-piece borrows from the Tool and a Perfect Circle songbooks for a sound that is both experimental and poignant. That said, while Pulse Ultra pushes at some musical boundaries, it never loses the human quality that keeps this quartet sounding meaningful, even when it is being technical. The 14 tracks on Headspace are short and to the point, but manage to find room for sweeping musical breaks. The band is undoubtedly into classic prog rock, smart guitar lines, and interesting time changes that keep this album intriguing all the way through. Big Brother, Slip and Sin, Acceptance Phase 1, Build Your Cages, and Void are great examples of this. Glass Door is affirmation that Pulse Ultra can also rock with the best of them, but never the culprit, an unfortunate, I'm sorry, an unforgettable gem that will likely find a comfortable home on commercial rock radio in the future is the true cornerstone of Headspace. The band will perform on OzFest this summer. Don't miss out. Do not. Well, Glass Door was mentioned. Why not hop right in and hear it? Let's do it. Thank you. 
the heck? Hey, man. Man, what the heck? So. Bobby. <laughs> so, what the heck did you do? How dare you yeah. write this song? You have confused me. You to, have disappointed you have, me. You have rocked me to my core. I just wanted you to write a rocker, and I thought you had. You've disappointed <sighs> me. We had three quarters of a butthole surfer song there. I mean, we were really going for it. We were certainly going for it. I wrote in my notes, we are rocking. Which we were. But, but yeah, we were rocking. And then we took a butt dive. I don't even know if it was a butt dive. It felt like more of like a weirdo vibe. Like they got a note and they were like, hey, you haven't been weird yet, this record. And they were like, you want fucking weird? <laughs> you want fucking weird? We're from Montreal, son. We're the weirdest motherfuckers around. Get ready. I can understand a word. And then they were like, okay, too weird. Give us a chorus we can understand. And they were like, you got it. Sure, we'll make an abrupt shift in this song. <laughs> you want us to break the song that we created? Sure. Do you want us to just make it's, a song unlistenable? Listen, it's a glass no It's that. a glass door, all right? It's mm. unsafe. Birds are going to run into it. That's true. He's yeah. telling the truth. Recently Windexed, RIP. Yeah. Wow. We got one more track. That's right. And it's called Despot. Mm. In this day. Fuck me. I'm sorry, Matt. I want you to know that we value your friendship and your time. Love you both so much. Thank you, Matt. How can Thank something you, so beautiful shine on something so dreadful realize this too late? Baseline's got me coming back for more. Yeah, you like a proggy baby. Yeah, you know. I think I killed Lauren. I'm here. I'm alive. Is there a chorus I need to be made aware of? Uh, yeah, chorus happens. Okay, one second. Illegal. The alarm's going off. I hope it's a fable. No. No. The old fable unstable rhyme. I'm sorry. The fable unstable rhyme has. I set off my alarm. I I wake up. I find myself unstable. I'm hoping that this world is just a fable. No. 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 I refuse. I do not accept these lyrics. (laughs) 
You tried to put a non-refundable bottle into the bottle return. I'm shooting it back out at Woo! you. Jenny's like, this store doesn't carry that brand. <laughs> no, sorry. This store does not carry the unstable fable rhyme. <laughs> I will tell you that right fucking now. Oh, I'm glad we man. all had that moment together, though, oh, where we man. were like, he didn't just rhyme unstable with fable. He did. Uh, it was did. it was one of those moments where I was just like, did he think he was getting away with that? Did he think this was killer? Did he think it was? He thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, songmeanings.com. Mr. Self-Destruct said amazing song. Same type of social political comments. Pretty straightforward. We have the power to change this world. Don't leave it till it's too late. And Psy Guy, which I like that. He's just a guy who's like, <sighs> he said, I, this song really kicks ass. Too bad practically no one knows about it. It's the only thing I've heard by Pulse Ultra. Hmm. And all I could think is that if Psy Guy had met that other commenter, they would have said, you cannot walk away from me until you download this fucking album. You pull out your phone. Pull out your phone. Right now. Put your oh, phone. you don't have you don't have internet. Okay, well we're going to a Starbucks. We're going right now. Log right in. Now. Log into your right. iTunes. Do you create an account? I will wait. Hold it. Do you have an Android? Fine. Go Google Play. We're fucking gonna and do it. Fucking, <laughs> I just fucking find this movie. And you just download it to your phone. I just want you to listen to this motherfucker in front of me. And I'm not leaving. 13 tracks. I don't give a <laughs> shit. I'm not Don't leave. feel any pressure to comment on any don't, tracks. Don't. I just want to watch you listen to it. Don't make eye contact with me while I watch you listen to this record because I don't want my eyes to sway your ears. <laughs> okay? So I just want you just to listen to this. Just fucking download Only it. Only use your sense of hearing. Would you fucking? You're a pussy no foot. I'm watching you. No your smell. fat finger in this. It no is look. easy to see. No taste. This is Pulse Ultra, not Pulse Neuron. I don't know what you're typing. Erase that. Put Ultra in there. Hit enter. All right. All right. Cannon talk. All right. That's right. We have listened to this whole album. Does it go in the canon? Uh, Lauren, I'm going to throw it to you first. I'll go to my notes. Good album, good band. They were on the cusp and came too early. A lot of bands that expand these sounds further into the emo rock of the mid-2000s. I like this. Is it new metal? It absorbs a lot that we cover, but seems to pull away from what we traditional think the genre sounds like. Ultimately, I think it is not us. Uh, as much as I enjoyed it, it is not strong enough in that direction to recommend. And it doesn't quite even stand out in a way that I feel like it would even function as some sort of like, oh, what was new metal like in 2002? It's still too muddled. And I feel like there are better examples of that. Jenny. Um, I, no, of course not. I don't think it should go in the, the new metal canon. <laughs> but uh, this reminds me of the, the kind of album that came out in its time and was fine and made sense, but isn't something that stands out in any way. Uh, what it reminded me of was like if I if I had had this album when it came out, it probably would have been something that I liked a lot, uh, but would have like no 
sort of like bearing on any sort of like future discussion of music. It reminded me of uh, an album I had by the band Talk Show. Ooh. Anybody remember Talk Show? Yeah. It was like Stone Temple Pilots people. Um, and they had one album and it was just their self-titled album. And I liked it and because I had it. And uh, but it doesn't it's it's total background music. It doesn't mean anything now. And that's what this reminded me of. Um, it was a fine album. Whatever. Cool. Got it. Uh, yeah. To me, it was just like nothing, uh, nothing very special. It was a fine album. I can see why someone would like it, but I would say no to the canon. Matt? I didn't like it. Um, it just didn't grab me. I didn't feel that it was very new metal. Um, there were aspects of it, new metal, a lot more tool town, a lot more, um, kind of heading towards that new emo. Um, but not, not an alternative. Yeah. Plenty of alternative. Uh, but yeah, it just didn't grab me. Uh, so I'm going to pass. There you have it. Pulse Ultra, not in the canon. Thank you so much, everybody, for recommending it. I had a good time. I got to see Matt kind of go through a lot of feelings tonight that he hasn't gone through in a while. If anything, Matt, I think this was uh, this was a moment for you to be like, how deep am I into this? I still, I'm still not super deep. I'm still a bit of the guy who's like, hold on. What's going on with new metal? There was, yeah, I felt, I felt like I took a couple steps back tonight. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, we'll try to reel you back in. Mm-hmm. We'll try to activate some more pits. Yep. We'll see what we can do in the future. Absolutely. All righty. That brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, Reddit, apparently now. Uh, send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Uh, Elric says, no worries, Matt. Roguelike bros here. Yeah. Play Stay the Spire. Mm. I need to I need to get a steam machine. That's what it all comes down to. Whoa, poocheroo. <laughs> Did your dog just eat your microphone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roach Riders and Indigo Angels. You just you... missed. And it turned it off and might have disconnected a cable. Oh, yeah, there's no cable on there. Simon just... Simon, uh, Lauren's dog, just laid waste to Lauren's <laughs> recording studio. <laughs> oh, poor Lauren. Every aspect of his studio. This oh, is... I think we're back in are business. We back? Are we back in business? Yeah. We are. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Wow. You know, he was... He... <laughs> Let me get rid of this dog. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is a first.
that is in Roach Coach in Roach Coast history. <laughs> no <laughs> microphone has ever been swiped by a dog. <laughs> but.